Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm here with my bud, Dave. Hey. So what's going on, Dave? Today, uh, we're going to open up the show a little more casual, a little more laid back. What you been up to? Uh, not much. I was talking to my buddy Elijah uh, earlier, uh, aka Magnetic Magic Rentals, and um, I was telling him, I was like, it would be so cool to get paid to like hunt down media for people, like records and tapes and VHS. And uh, I was like, dude, I would be so good at doing this. Like, just just going on discogs and looking for records and tapes and all like <laughs> obscure shit. Because I like that's like that's like the hole I've been like diving down lately is like trying to get like older hardcore records that I like I I liked a lot back in like the early two thousands. And like and, and, and like surprisingly, some of these records are like dirt cheap. Like, there was this band back in, like, 2000, I'm, I'm going to butcher the year, but sometime in the early 2000s, uh, called Allegiance, and, and the record rips, man, um, and I was like, you know what, I want to see how much this is on Discogs, so I go on it, and I found a copy, like, for 10 bucks, and it was in make condition, I was like, yeah, fucking buy this. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a cheap, I, I thought you were going to say, like, $50, I was No, like, no, uh. dude, 10 bucks, I was like, fuck yeah, I'm buying this, and then, um, I also bought a copy of the Majorettes on VHS, and I got the Vestron, uh, the Vestron video release, and I'm pretty stoked for that. But I dropped some dough on that. What one. year did that movie come out again? Eighty six. But the Vestron uh, release, there's two releases. I'm not sure who put out the other one, but the Vestron release is from eighty eight, I believe, and it has a much better cover than the other. Uh, the other release i have to watch that movie it's been a long time since i've actually seen it yeah it's it's been a while too what's his name did it bill hinsman the guy that did flesh eater um so he he, he did yeah, that yeah, and it's got yeah. like the same cast but yeah it's a good one and that's one of those movies i've been meaning to rewatch. and i was like i watched the trailer and i was like yeah, I gotta, let me just like search for this on tape and i found it and I dropped a couple bucks on it and uh yeah i'm, I'm excited the high school majorettes they're so popular so pretty and so desirable you just can't take your eyes off them and that's enough to get them killed so the topic on the show today is going to be haunt memories in our last episode dave and i created a haunted attraction you had a good time doing that right dave i had a great time i wish i could really make my haunt come true yeah your haunt was the most cerebral i think out of all of ours (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'll take it. So uh, we kind of went into how important haunted attractions are. um, And we don't want to kind of backtrack and kind of repeat some of the stuff. It'll just be redundant. But I thought it would be interesting for us to kind of talk about the first time we ever went to a haunted attraction and then talk about one of our favorite haunts and one that brought us, you know, a lot of memories going forward. So, uh, so Dave, what's your earliest like haunt experience? You know, I was thinking about this and I was taking my notes. I was like, there was definitely two instances where I was like, I wonder which one came first. And I'm going to go with the one I'm about to tell you, which is, and I've mentioned this in our very first episode, which was my elementary school that used to really go all out with the Halloween parties. So... They would have this Halloween party. It was at night, which I thought was a little strange, but kind of cool. It was at night in the gym, and they had this haunted house set up on the stage. And I remember 
seeing this box and that's how you got into the into the haunted house so like they had the curtains like closed on the stage and they had it draped over the box so then once you crawl through the box and you got to stand up and then you're in the haunt and i just remember like like the actual like like having to get down on your knees and crawl through a box was terrifying to me and i must have been like I don't know, five or six years old. I don't know. I don't know what grade you are when you're that age, but I just remember like being like, "Holy shit, that's crazy!" <laughs> so the box was it like a cardboard box or like a le- yeah, it was just a cardboard box. Oh, I'm thinking it's like some like they built no. this like box that you have to walk through. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was it, it was a it was a cardboard box, and you would just you would have to start you would start by crawling through the box, and then you stood up. And I just remember, like, just just thinking that was so wild. And uh, I remember, and I don't know why I remember this, but one of the kids that went in it was dressed like a soldier, and he was like a he was like like an army soldier. Like, I'm sorry, uh, obviously it, he was like a jungle army soldier. I think. He was like GI Joe, basically, is what I'm picturing. Yeah, about. like he had like a tank top on, and like he had like 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 a like a black ribbon tied around his arm, and like had like the face paint on. And he had like like a crappy like you know like little machine gun, and I just remember like yo that kid's like that kid's fearless like I can't believe he's going in there, and you know it, I just was so terrified to go in, <laughs> and I remember at the end of the night, I was so curious to see what was going like what was actually on the stage in the haunted house, so I I don't remember if my mom was there with me or if it was just like maybe my uncle or someone, but I had. I had probably asked my mom to ask the teacher if if I could go in the haunted house after <laughs> the actual like Halloween party just so like you know I wasn't afraid and I remember like they're like yeah come on and I actually went through the box and I was like yo this is amazing and 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 you stand up and the way they had so like the way they had it set up on the stage was it was just like like these really skinny rows because now you got to think of it, it's an elementary school stage so it's not a big stage and what they did was that they just partitioned like rows of like like with like boxes and stuff and you just walk walk through these rows that were only like a couple of feet long and all it was was just cobwebs and like little decorations but the kicker was was that the light was really ominous looking. It was this dark red light. And it was like, I'm trying to think, I, I, I want to say it's pr- like, it reminded me of the movie Prom Night. Uh, it was just, it was just really like, just, it, it, it was really like evil looking. And, you know, that, yeah. And, and I just remember saying to myself, this is what I was afraid of. And, and honestly, that was it. Like ever since then, I went into every single and still do going into every single haunted house. Anytime I think about it, that's always the memory it goes back to as far as haunts go. So like that's always the one that stuck out to me. And I'm going to go with that's probably my first haunt memory. It's funny because the way the, that you're describing the haunt almost do you, you do you, how familiar are you with Ernest Scared Stupid? I, you know, I haven't seen it in a while. I mean, I, I know there's like, you know, the troll and yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I, I i definitely remember parts of it it's another movie i need to revisit so in that in that movie the kids they make like their own little haunted attraction or haunted house there's actually two things your your memory reminded me of 
And the first was that because the kids use like cardboard, if I remember correctly, like cardboard boxes and they had like, and the girls walking them through it and telling them what's going to happen like later on that night on Halloween. And that's what it reminded me of because I'm picturing like just boxes, like like cardboard boxes from your description, like really hokey, really cheesy. And obviously like your school was involved, like the kids were probably involved in making this thing but you were probably too young to realize that. Like you probably had an idea. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And the, the other thing it reminded me of is another old show, Rugrats, when they turned their garage into a haunted, like a haunted house. So that's like, like just very homemade, like almost like a home haunt. That's like the vibe I got from your memory. You know, it's funny that you say uh, the haunted house in the garage. Down the block from me, uh, there's a, I forgot the name of the street. I think it's Roosevelt. It's called, Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, Jefferson Avenue. That's it. Okay. So, so, so Jefferson Avenue growing up was always the local block that we all hung out on. Like, you know, played manhunt, <laughs> played dumb games in the street, you know, just did our, whatever dumb, you know, dumb shit us kids would do. And there was this, um, this guy and his daughter was in the same grade as me. And he was like a woodworker. He did stuff with her. I, I'm not if they're not sure if that was his his profession, but in his garage he had a Halloween party, and it was amazing. And he was like, when I say so, going back to woodworker, he like would make like these wood toys for us, like 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 t- like phaser guns, like like sci-fi phaser guns made out of wood, and like and uh, he he had this Halloween party there one day. And, and it, it was like a haunt. Like, you know, they, they had bobbing for apples. They had, you know, like stick your hand in, in the spaghetti. It's, you know, brains or something <laughs> like that. Like, yeah. like, so you bringing that up just reminded me of, I have a memory of that. I actually did get to go to a haunt in someone's garage, if you will. So, and it was awesome. I don't remember how old I was, but just going back to the haunt that, I was talking, you know, my, my memory that I was talking about, that had to be, you know, that that's still in the 80s. Like, that was 89. So... Yeah, so you were a kid. You were, like, really yeah, young. Yeah, so, you know, you I was... to be, like, five or six. Five or six, you for sure. Like max, like, seven, right? Six or seven? Yeah, but so I'm not sure how old you are in fifth grade, but I wasn't in fifth grade. I was probably in, like, third grade. So... Yeah, I think fifth grade is 10. You're 10 years old. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I, re- I really yeah, don't know. I think it's I think it's I think it's ten when you're in the fifth grade. You're ten years old, so you were probably like seven, yeah, like se- like second or third thing. grade or whatever. But yeah, you know, I just remember always like th- those parties were so on point and they were just so good and 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 all even like the costumes the kids have were always like way more creative than than people are now. And and you have like everything at your disposal now, and that, that is I, I think that's funny, like. You know what I mean? Like you literally can yeah. put together the most elaborate thing and people don't. I mean, they do. Don't get me wrong. But like majority and like you have like these little kids and their parents like doing these homegrown wolfman costumes and they look great, you know? So it's just a different time and, you know, but yeah, that, that's that's my first memory. And, and again, I, I was terrified. And then I went in and I'm like, this is it? This is this is what I was afraid of. It's funny that you say you were six when you went like six or seven when you when you went to your first like haunted haunted attraction or haunted house. And the same goes for me. My first time going to a haunted anything, I was 
six years old because I remember my sister was just born. Mm -hmm. So that's how that's how kind of I correlate the the age. I remember my sister was like she was born maybe like the year before maybe so she was maybe uh, like a max one years old so she was still a baby technically so my mother used to like hang out with her friends and stuff like that and i remember one night you know she would bring me with her because you know some of her friends had kids too so she'd bring me you know she'd bring me with her and i'd play with the kids and randomly one night she didn't even warn me Give me a heads up, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe that it was a spur of the moment thing, even for her. Um, she tells me we're gonna go check out a haunted hayride, and at this point in my life, I had I didn't even know what a haunted hayride was. I just knew it's haunted, and you know we were near Halloween. Halloween was coming up, and automatically I thought that's gonna be scary because as a kid, that this stuff in your head plays out so much larger than what it actually is exactly so i just remember you know it, it, it probably was earlier than it felt it felt like it was midnight when we went <laughs> when we went to this haunted hayride and we randomly just drive out to new jersey if i remember correctly mm-hmm. and i'm i'm like 90 percent sure that you know again you know this was a long time ago so my memory is a little f- fuzzy but I do remember some things. I don't even think my mother told me until we were like there that that's what we were going to do. Just to kind of, she knew I was going to like cry and be upset and probably not want to <laughs> do it and be a huge pain in the ass. Because at this point, I was always attracted to, to horror and to spooky things. But I was six. So I was still scared of stuff because I didn't understand it 100%. Because you're a kid. You don't know any better. You think monsters are real at that age. Of course. I did. So I remember jumping on the hayride and just being like completely terrified and and covering my, honestly, I probably covered my eyes 50% of the time, but out of my own morbid curiosity, because I did, I was always just attracted to like horror films and things like that. I would open them and look and I, you know, and I would peek my head out if I, if I heard like no screams or like no noises thinking like, oh, okay, the coast is clear and I would look. But I remember this hayride being the first time I had ever seen someone use a real chainsaw. Like it's crazy because I think now it's kind of like common knowledge that a lot of like haunted attractions have like a dude with a chainsaw at the end of the haunt that kind of like chases, like he just kind of chases the guest out. But, you know, for me, being so young, like, it was so shocking. And when I describe how I remember seeing this chainsaw, you're going to laugh. So, you know how you've been on a hayride before. Yes, I You know, you're, you're usually, you're, everyone's sitting inside. And usually there's, like, like, a barricade around the actual hayride. And obviously a tractor trailer, like, uh, a tractor's pulling it. Um so when this guy with the chainsaw revved it up, all I saw was the blade going around the uh, the actual like cart itself. It almost looked like Jaws's fin, <laughs> <laughs> like it was almost like Jaws's fin, kind of just going around. And what's funny is I'm pretty sure that's not what actually happened, but that's what my brain yeah. thinks all these years later. The way like that's what I saw it as as a kid. And I remember freaking out because 
you know, you associate at that age, you know, you associate that with, I don't even think I knew who Leatherface was. So I'm just thinking everybody's Jason. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm just thinking, oh, that's Jason, you know, and he's trying to come and get me. And it's just funny because I, I just remember seeing the uh, the chainsaw just kind of going around. And another thing, I have three memories of this hayride. Um, there was this one guy who just screamed. And like he just screamed, watch out. And threw a fake body dressed in like full, like full gray, like full gray sweatpants, like sweat, like a sweatsuit, like the shirt. It was, it was, this had to be like 1990, 91 maybe. And he threw the dummy, but it was like hanging from a string. So it kind of just like flew over us. And I remember just kind of freak, like just freaking out seeing it. Cause I thought it was like a guy trying to jump into the, uh, into the into like the hayride into the actual cart and it, it, i wish i i remembered more of it but i but i don't and it sucks because i i kind of want to know what it was like I, I wish i could go back in a time machine and go through that haunted hayride again it's funny i even asked my mother like i asked her recently because i because we were, we were going to talk about our first haunt memories and she doesn't even remember which one it is so i knew this was a last minute thing for her because i feel like she would have would have remembered the name of it if it was something we yeah. had done a couple of times. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting you say, like, you ask your mom. Because, like, there's been times where I've asked my mom stuff. And sometimes she remembers it and sometimes she doesn't. But it's, it's almost funny because, like, th- if they do remember it, they'll tell you, like, how it was. And it's like, wait, I don't remember it being like that at all. You know, it's just, it's funny. Yeah, because you're seeing it from the perspective of, like, a child. Like, everything is bigger. Yeah. Everything is more intimidating. It's so different. Exactly. So, the last thing I remember about this hayride, and in my mind, this is, like, the greatest hayride ever because, obviously, I'm looking through it all nostalgic and stuff, is at the end of the haunt, as, like, right when you're about to get off, I just remember seeing this dude wearing an oversized like Frankenstein's monster head. And it's funny because I feel like I, I, I remember seeing these masks in like Party City back in the day. And he just like waved at people as the tractor, like as the mm-hmm. hayride was kind of just moving along. And it was just, I remember looking, peeking, and that was the last thing I saw before the hayride ended. And this like hayride, this unnamed hayride, because I, you know, I don't, I don't, obviously I don't remember the name and my mother doesn't either, just has always been special to me because it kind of started my love for all things like haunted attraction related, like anything haunt related, you know, because going forward, I'd tell my, I remember the, the following Halloween, my mother took me to another uh, haunted house event that, hap- that used to happen here in New York that we might cover in a future episode. Like, and I went consecutively maybe to that two or three years in a row and going forward, I always just, I was just really into haunted attractions and, and haunted hayrides and, and, and anything that pertains to that. It goes hand in hand. And then eventually, you know, I, as I got older, I was able to venture outside of New York City and, and visit ones out in Virginia, Pennsylvania, even, Calif- exactly. even California. So, you know, it, I feel like being so young, and, and, it, and it relates to your memory, being that young it just molds you. And, and I guess that's why we both love, because, you know, you and I have gone to a bunch of haunted houses together. And, you know, as friends, we have a lot of similarities when it comes to that. 
And you could just tell we both we're not scared of them <laughs> because we're not. No. <laughs> you know, we go through them and we just get a kick out of it now. And it just, you know, it 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 makes Halloween feel like Halloween. Yeah, of course. That's actually a really good way of putting it. You know, and 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 not to be a downer, but just with everything going on, my only worry this year is will we like obviously there's other things to worry about, but you know, everything that's been going on you know, will haunted houses even yeah. be around this, yeah, you know, yeah, this October and September? You know, will they be around? My fingers are crossing that they yeah, will so. and that, you know, we'll be able to have a good time, you know, going to these these attractions. And, you know, because Halloween doesn't feel the same without it. I, I could never no. imagine an October. <laughs> without going to a haunted house? Absolutely not. Yeah, I would never imagine, you know, I, even September, because I usually, mm-hmm. you know, I start going in September. We've gone, I think, to some in September. Yeah. Um, you we know, did last year. Not going. Yeah, we did. You know, not going to one, that would be insane, you know. But if it's for everyone's health and safety, yeah. I understand. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was, I was going to ask you, have you looked up anything about the Hayride that you went to? Like, have you typed in, like, New Jersey Hayride early 90s? Oh, uh, Dude, I've 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 looked. So what happens is if you type in, like Google search, haunted hayride New Jersey, you get like fifty of them because oh, <laughs> okay. there's so many. Right. You know what I mean? Now the one I'm thinking it was because I I we had gone to it years later and I don't even know if it still exists or not, but there was one. A few exits before Six Flags, Six Flags mm-hmm. here in, in well in New Jersey, um, close to New York, and they have I think they used to have like a giant like statue of Dracula outside, and we did go to that one time when I was like in my early teens, like thirteen, but I remember asking my mother, was it that one? And she's like, um, maybe I don't know. Like she didn't even, <laughs> you know, so. A little part of me feels, and that one's a lot of fun. It might have been that one, but I'm sure she was probably she probably had a few drinks that night because she didn't drive to this haunted attraction. There was, again, there was like a group of like nine of us because it was her, her friends, and her friends' kids. So it was a bunch of us. So you know, it's it's one of those mysteries I'll never solve. You know what? It might be better off that way. This year, Kevin McCurdy's Haunted Mansion presents a whole new breed of interactive terror. Wanna play? Where you must escape a series of chilling traps if you hope to get out alive. It's all new at Kevin McCurdy's Haunted Mansion across from Bowdoin Park on Chief Road. Visit thehauntedmansion.com for details and don't be afraid to scream. (laughs) So, this is going to be a little weird. So mine isn't necessarily my favorite haunted attraction, but I would say that it was it it's maybe the coolest haunted attraction I've gone to by accident. So just to just to throw a little bit of a curveball. So in 2011, and we're on the subject of hay rides. Two coworkers and myself, uh, we 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 used to go on these Halloween trips. So, like, we would pick, like, a haunted house we heard was really good, and we go to it. So, one of the trips was uh, Headless Horseman in Ulster, uh, Ulster, New York. And um, so we go, 
we, you know, we, we were, I think we went for like three days or something like that. So one of the nights that we didn't go to Headless Horseman, and by the way, if, if whoever is listening, if you've never been to Headless Horseman, it's a very good haunt. You should definitely go. Um, we had seen these signs on like random spots and it was like Haunted Mansion. That's what it said. It said, just said Haunted Mansion. And then I remember seeing another sign and it said Kevin McCurdy's Haunted Mansion. So Kevin McCurdy is a name in the haunt industry. He's been doing this for years. Uh, his haunt is very close to um, Headless Horseman. It's in Wappingers Falls, New York. Uh, it's the Hudson Valley area. And um, yeah, he has this attraction called Kevin McCurdy's Haunted Mansion. So we see this sign and we're like, we should go to it. And it was raining that night. And like literally we had to go like a path that's on the side of the road. So we go, you know, we decide to go and we're, we're driving up this path and we're joking around like, oh, maybe we actually will die before we get to this uh, haunted house. And um, <laughs> I think everyone, I feel like everyone says that. <laughs> I know it's hilarious. <laughs> everybody says it. So, so we get there and dude, there's nobody there. There's like, it was a weird night. Like I said, it it it, it wasn't nice out. It, you know, it was like foggy. It was, it was raining and there was maybe like six people there. So it was very like, the way it was set up was like, it was very good. Like the way it was lit was really cool. It was like this very kind of, I don't want to say cluster, claustrophobic is not the right word, but it was very like compact the way, the, the way, like the waiting area was set up. So I don't like remember the haunt itself, like a lot of it but i remember that there was this this part where you have to help like these doctors and like a time machine and they put you in an elevator and and this was like like not like some corny little thing like this was like an elevator room that shook and trembled and like it was crazy and like it it was it was really cool and they really made like the haunt like the entire haunt itself just off of the fragments that i remember of it because this is nine years ago now um, they made, like, they really did, like, their best to incorporate the indoor and outdoor aspects of the haunt, because most of the haunts are inside, it was, like, three different little buildings you walk through, but they also made it a point to incorporate outside when you transitioned into the other houses, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, like, in between the buildings, there's, like, little, right, because, yeah, I've been to other haunts where they have, like, they separate little buildings with, like, little walkways, like, some have, like, exactly. a graveyard outside, and you pass through it, exactly, so, I now, I, I don't know if this was, like, after the time machine part, it might have been, so, you get out, and you like you're in like the it looks like like a farmhouse it's like someone's like property and there's like this heavy set guy like you know i on lack of a better term like a hick hickish <laughs> looking dude you know he's got like a piece of straw in his mouth and he's got a shotgun in his hand he's just rocking back and forth in his chair 
and he's super quiet. He's like not even trying to scare you. He's just kind of there to guide you. Mm. And he's sitting there. There's like twangy country music playing kind of like <laughs> in the background. And there's like all this fog going on on top of the real fog that's actually out at night. And he's just like motioning his gun. He's like over there. And like he had like an accent. And uh, you know like a, you know like a twangy accent. And it was just like it, it was just the, the atmosphere they put together was just so good and it was just so cool and again it, there was nobody there so like it was such an intimate experience you know like me like my my three friends you know my two friends and i and it you know it, it it was it was a cool like i said the home itself was 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 pretty decent but all all the things that i did tell you about were, were part of that haunt and it was one, and the reason why I chose this was because it was like the coolest accident that happened. You know what I mean? Because this was there was no plans to ever go to this place. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I've that's actually happened to me too, where like I've been driving back from a place and I see a haunt like on the, like signs for it on the side of the road, and I just was I, this. It actually happened a few years ago on the drive back from uh, Salem, Massachusetts. I think we came across this haunted attraction called Dark Side, I think is what it's called. I actually wrote a review for it on my website a few years ago. And it was just by accident. It was a rainy day and we decided to just check it out because we kept seeing signs and you're like, hey, fuck it. You know, we'll just, yeah. we'll just your curiosity you know, gets the best yeah, of exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> when they have little signs like advertising like that, it just, it just, it heightens it even more. You're oh, like, yeah. damn, this looks kind of cool. You know, it piques your interest. And, and it's exactly. And, and like, that was really like, like the, like, that was the main reason why we're like, I was like, yo, we, like you see this like all the time where like you like oh we shouldn't go to the to the weird ad the weird advertised haunted house it's like yes we should go to the weird the weirdly yeah. advertised haunted house so Those that was like ones. yeah absolutely and, and like i said it was really good and there you know one more thing that i do remember about it was they didn't have a ton of actors and they utilized what actors they had so well and and again it was just like this very intimate experience and it, it was awesome like I said, it's not my favorite haunted attraction, but it's it's definitely worth going to, and I'm I'm almost positive the guy still does it. The guy, like I said, the guy's and his name is is well known in the haunt industry, and I have a a, a friend that works for a headless uh for a headless horseman, and when I told him it, told him about this haunt because at the time when I told him I didn't know the name of it, and I was like, yeah, it's like so-and-so's haunted mansion kevin something and he knew what he right away he goes kevin mccurdy he goes yeah that guy's a legend and i was like oh there you go and he's like yeah he's like that haunt's cool so he's <laughs> you know he, he's a well-known name and it, it was just it was like i said it was a cool experience and uh you know if, if you're in the hudson valley area i i highly recommend checking that haunt out it's 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 very well done Not afraid of the dark? You don't know Jack. Look out for the new Halloween Horror Nights 10, only at Universal Studios. So a little backstory. Um, I've been going to Universal Studios like in Florida since like the park opened. So I think the park opened in 89, and I've been going since. Uh, I was probably like around five years old when my mother and my grandmother took me. 
So, like, if you look it up, the park had a history of kind of not like a lot of the rides didn't work in the beginning. So they had a really bleak first few months. And I even remember my mother getting free tickets to like return because of all the technical issues. <laughs> and we went that two, makes sense. Yeah, and we went two years in a row because of that. My mom and grandma took me there as well when I was a kid. So it's funny that we both had the same situation. Not not Halloween, you know, not the Halloween Horror Nights, but Universal Studios. Yeah, I, I have a ton of memories like from like from that park, like going on the King Kong confrontation ride, the Jaws ride, Back to the Future. Like I even still some like own some of the uh, original like merchandise and memorabilia from like all the earlier visits. I still have that a stuff's gold. Yeah, I still have a King Kong <laughs> from that original King Kong ride that yeah. I bought when I was like seven or eight. Um, but those two parks in general will always like be like some of my most cherished memories, you know, and I can honestly go, go, go on about those parks forever. Um, but for some reason, as a kid, my mother never took me to the first iteration of Halloween Horror Nights, which I believe started in 1991. It wasn't until like 2011 that I was finally able to check it out. And I loved everything about it. So the park itself is basically transformed into like this huge Halloween party. It's got a ton of atmosphere, strobe lights. There's like creatures lurking around every corner. They decorate the park. I think they put co- every year the theme changes. So they kind of change it up here and there. But for the most part, you know, the entire park is just scary and, and horrific. And they even light it darker. And they have these like little scare zones that are not haunted houses, but you just kind of pass through them as you get like, get to different areas of the park. They have a ton of food, a ton of booze. There's just a lot, a lot going on. And um, like, I feel like if you love haunts and you love Halloween, you have to go to these things. So the funny thing is in 2011, if you look back and you check out like what haunts they had that year, because they use a lot of IPs. So they basically get the licensing for like movies. So like Friday the 13th or whatever, The Shining, they'll get the IP and create a haunted house themed around it. They also have like a couple of original haunts. But if you look back to that year, which I believe was 21, so it was Halloween Horror Nights 21, they had a The Thing haunted house. But it wasn't The Thing like the John Carpenter, Kurt Russell one. It was like that shitty remake sequel that came out a few years ago. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, is that, is that the one with, um, I forgot the actress's name, the girl from Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, Mary Elizabeth Winstead or something like that. That's her name, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I have a question. Is... Is that ending of the movie supposed to be the beginning of the actual movie, The Thing? Was that was that what that was? So I've only seen it once, but if I remember correctly, it 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 and the ending of the newer The Thing that came out in uh, 2011 um, ends with I think one of the like dogs running off because remember they try to kill the dog in the first the first thing. So, <laughs> but but doesn't it, and and 
please do not do not get mad at me when I say this because I have not seen John Carpenter's The Thing in a while. Doesn't the movie open with the dog? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So yeah. So 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 the so the thing that came out a, a few years ago. That's that's the prequel to the thing, correct? Technically, it's like a prequel remake because right. it doesn't. It's not like said, but it's like they they hint at it. Yeah, because I I I've only seen the new one once. The the, the John Carpenter one I've seen a million times. But I, if I remember correctly, it ends with the dog, right? Like running off, and like that's the dog from the beginning of the John Carpenter thing. Yeah. So Halloween Horror Nights that year created. A haunt themed around that version of the thing, the newer version. And honestly, that haunt was better than the movie itself. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the level of detail that that Universal Studios puts into these like haunted attractions are insane. Like in that thing haunted house, it's cold. When you go in, like they 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 either have air conditioners on full blast. Or, or something because it was actually cold from what I remember. And it also was, I think, snowing periodically. Yeah, that's cool. And like you see one of those like snow plows outside of it before you even could all a lot of their haunted attractions are inside of these like 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 lots. Like they're indoors. They they have these big like like production lots and they build them in there. So they have tons of space. And when I say dude, it's so amazing how much detail they put into some of these haunted attractions. It's crazy, dude. Like, here's another example. Uh, one of my favorite um, haunts, like haunted attractions that they had at a year of Halloween Horror Nights was an exorcist haunt. And when you're walking into this building, you're walking into the house from the exorcist. And in the mirror, like they have like a window upstairs with the light shining out of it, like in the movie. It's amazing. Universal Studios, I don't know if it's their slogan anymore. It's always like you ride the movies. Like it's supposed to feel like, you know, you, you, it might be a dated terminology I'm using because I think that's what it used to, that's what they used to tell people. It's fitting though. Yeah. It makes sense. It, it, like just the amount of detail they put into these houses is insane. Like, like it, it makes you feel like you're in these movies. And honestly, their original haunts are just as impressive. Like they they had one one year that was all Western theme with like skeletons. I think it was actually maybe two or three years ago because I've been, I believe, five times. I've been to the Florida Halloween Horror Nights four times and I went to the Hollywood one once. And it's just so impressive. You know, over the years, they've had um, houses themed after Halloween one and Halloween two, Texas Chainsaw Massacre and even like Stranger Things. It's 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 just insane. I've heard nothing like everything that you're saying. I've heard that the production value is is like off the off the charts. Oh, so d- yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. And like going back to the Exorcist house, the way they set up that house, that haunted house, basically, you're going in and out of Reagan's bedroom multiple times. You're not physically going in and out of the same room. But they recreated the room like four or five times. And every time you walk through it, it's a different scene from the movie. Like one room had her levitating. One room had her head yeah, that's spinning. Awesome. Oh, dude, it's crazy. And it's funny because I remember going through a, a portion of it. And you see like the Pazuzu statue hidden behind like a wall and it lights up and you see it. I remember um, uh, you walk down this hallway. This shit was hilarious. 
and it smells like vomit. It was disgusting. And they mimicked her bed sheets. So they they basically all the they were you're in this narrow hallway and all the walls were the same pattern and texture as bed sheets, her bed sheets. And there's just like you hear like vomiting noises and like you smell it and there's like water hitting you and then there's like green shit on the walls like it was amazing like dude it's 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 just crazy and on my last trip they had a a poltergeist house and dude you walk into the house from the movie it's it's just it's the amount of detail i know i'm I'm redundant in saying that is insane no it's 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 it's, i've heard nothing but great things and i i really would like to go to one so i hope i get to and you know it kind of over the years it's kind of not gotten a bad rap because i think most people that go you know they love it but it gets insanely crowded like dude i'm talking about like i know we mentioned salem like a few episodes back how crowded salem gets in october Halloween Horror Nights, I'm talking, dude, it's packed. You could wait in line for two to three hours for a haunted house. Oh, I'm sure. So I always tell everybody, if you're going to Halloween Horror Nights, be ready to spend that extra cash on an express pass because yeah. you're not going to enjoy yourself if you think you're going to – or you're going to miss out on half the haunts because you're going to be in line half the night. Um, you know, you'll be able to complete all of them. You know, every time I've gone, I bought the express pass – and I, I got. I think I even went to some of the haunted houses twice. You know what How I mean? How long do you wait on the express pass? When we've gone, it was. I think last time we went, eh, maybe. I think you wait like ten or ten minutes or so. <laughs> You're not on and it. And how long. much is it? So it's changed from year to year, dude. I've been going since you know it's almost ten years. I've been going to this event, and I, I think when I first went, it was like fifty bucks, but now it's like a hundred. It's crazy. It's you know what? It's it, it's worth it. Exactly, it's worth it because you know when you buy the express pass, you can enjoy yourself. I know, like I know you don't drink, but like I was able to go to the bars because they have bars everywhere. I could get a drink or two. They have like these weird like themed foods. So like for instance. When I went last, they had the uh, Stranger Things house. They were selling the Eggo that Eleven eats on the show with all the whipped cream on it and all that yeah. shit. So you could <laughs> legit buy like food from the show. So it, it's just the, the immersion of the entire event is just crazy. And and it's and I know you and I and we won't name just in case we decide to talk about it in a future episode. You and I last year went to an amusement park. Um, event for Halloween and it's fun but it's not Halloween Horror Nights like it's not you know like it's not yeah it's just not that level of immersion and 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 like when you go you, you like I like right now I, I you know I'm talking about that thing hop that I mentioned that thing haunted house like I vividly like remember like just because it how it how it impacted me like I felt like I was in the movie I wasn't scared I was just amazed at just how good of a job they do. And the sound is powerful, dude. When you walk through these things and like a creature comes out, it's like a it's like a fucking T Rex. It's like, yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. You're legit you're legit on like movie sets. Like yeah, you know, dude. like of course. Dude, the, the Demogorgon in the Stranger Things house looked like the goddamn Demogorgon in the show. Like <laughs> <laughs> like like I I, I mentioned I mentioned in the last episode that they had a, a, a Halloween 2 
Haunted House based on the second movie. And dude, they were able to mimic a hospital on fire. And the guy dressed up as Michael Myers is all burnt up like at the end of Halloween 2. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's that's sick. It's it's insane. It's insane. And and they use and they use all kinds of smells to the Texas Chainsaw House smells like fucking raw meat and like, and like rust. I'll be, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. But in general, I've I've been going for years and I just have a lot of great memories going to that event. And like I said, I always tell people like you'll have a blast. It's it's totally worth it. It can get a little expensive, but even if you just go once in your life, yeah, it's, I have to. You have to. It's worth it. Yeah. Like it, it's 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 just amazing for for any person that loves Halloween, loves horror films. If you want to know what it feels like for Michael Myers to stalk you, go to Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> like Perfect. I'm, I'm I'm sure I'll go again soon and 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 hopefully I can create a video, you know, and and share my thoughts literally right after going. So, let's see what happens. And Dave, you have to go soon too. This Halloween, party with your favorite monsters during Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios Florida. And right now, carve out savings of up to $16 off admission with this special coupon you'll find on two meters of Pepsi. For details, visit a Pepsi display near you. Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. Hurry to Ticketmaster today for advanced tickets while you can still slash the price. All right, so that's some of our favorite haunt memories. Dave, I know you just released a new EP. Want to give us some info? Yeah, I released a new EP titled Harpazo. It's uh, music I compose for various platforms and some B-sides. It's on Bandcamp at wekeepoddhours.bandcamp.com. It will be on all the streaming sites very shortly. And yeah, so it's some music that I've been wanting to put out into the world. So head on over to that Bandcamp site if you want. And be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover. And if you can rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze. Later, guys.